0: Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming. I ain't the one you wanna mess with. Use a joke. I ain't the one you wanna jest with. The battle's coming. You only got a few seconds to run. Yeah. Hello, Bengals fans. I am Matt minnick and this is Coach Speak. Big week for the Bengals. Last week, coming up with a big win in Denver. And now, finally back on top of the AFC North with a huge matchup this weekend against the Baltimore Ravens in what has got to be the biggest game of the Zach Taylor era in Cincinnati. A win this weekend would put them in excellent position in the playoff hunt. And look, this is a coaching staff. This is a front office that took a lot of heat. But now we're seeing a lot of the decisions they've made have have really paid off. A lot of the the guys they brought in, you know, uh, Joe Goodberry was tweeting earlier about Jamar Chase and Trey Hendrickson not being moves that people were necessarily a fan of. Uh, Both those guys going to the Pro Bowl. Uh, I saw somebody retweet somebody. Uh, So I apologize. If you're listening, let me know. But there was a retweet recently or calling somebody out for, not liking that the Bengals essentially traded Carl Lawson and William Jackson for Trey Hendrickson and Jadobi Uzi. That's worked out pretty well for the Bengals as well. Uh, You know, Joe Mixon, you take heat for extending running backs. He's a pro bowler this year. Uh, Larry Ogunjobi, Mike Hilton, Sam Hubbard, you know, those guys doing a great job. Uh, At Fox 19, Jeremy, you know, tweeting about bringing all those guys back and the job that that, uh, Duke Tobin has done with those guys. Look We're looking pretty good right now uh, And you can also see And you really saw last week How they built depth At some key positions We saw I i did an article this week Called The Replacements uh, That focused on that and, and focused on these guys That were stepping into to new positions I mean you saw some really good things Out of the second round pick Jackson Carmen, Who again is somebody That they've taken some heat over that pick We saw mm-hmm. Excellent play out of Marcus Bailey, uh, former seventh round pick out of Purdue, Columbus native. Uh, Look great, I thought, at linebacker. Uh, I'm really ex- excited about his future, and, and I think he can push even when everybody's healthy in that linebacker room for for a starting role. So, man, that's exactly what you got to be able to do this time of year: is have the depth, have guys that can step up, uh, because the NFL season, you know, it, it's about survival. To some extent. You know, you can have a real good team, but when a couple of things go wrong and a couple of guys go down, that can get difficult in a hurry. And the Bengals are, are really stepping up in that area right now. The Ravens are going to need to step up on that area this weekend. We, we see a number of injuries from them. Um, no, I don't want to get too far into it because these things uh, change all the time. But we know Humphrey, Jackson, you know, some of their key players, uh, not looking uh, not looking good to have those guys this weekend so let's get into that let's get into the the matchup a little bit I want to talk about a little bit of a parallel with these coaches look I'm a fan of both Harbaugh's I think both Harbaugh's are a good coach I think John is a really good football coach both of those guys take some heat uh but I, but I do think they're 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 good ball coaches and sometimes we get caught up on what a coach is supposed to be we get caught up in, in making the wrong call here or there but really if you dissect it they're all guilty uh You know, so uh, it's hard to get caught up on those things. But Harbaugh does some really nice things. And Harbaugh, over the last two weeks, has taken a lot of heat. Uh, Twice, he has gone for two at the end of the game. He has gone for the win at the end of the game and come up short. Now, the first time, I saw people instantly just talking about, oh, wow, analytics, analytics. It's not about analytics. Um, Like the conventional wisdom. Like what I was taught as conventional wisdom coming up as a, as a young coach was you go for the win on the road and you go for the tie when you're at home and they were on the road that week and they went for the win, you know? So that to me is actually the conventional wisdom is, is, is to go for the, the win last week. They were at home and they were facing the the prospect of seeing Aaron Rodgers in overtime, you know, Win the game right there to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh you get a you get a backup quarterback, you know, like they can make one play with that guy, uh, and avoid seeing Aaron Rodgers in overtime. I can't say that I blame you for going for it. There, there's a great video of, of Harbaugh asking guys, you know, if they wanted to go for it. A bit of that as a coach, a bit of that's kinda of playing it up and putting ownership on, on your players, which is all, all positive stuff, all good coaching stuff. All I'm trying to get at is, I, I get those calls, and I I can't see a flaw with them, you know, except they didn't make the plays. Uh, Zach Taylor, in the last couple weeks, you know, we saw two weeks ago, uh, the Bengals were in overtime, and they ran the ball on second down, down uh, near the red zone, not even quite in the red zone, uh, ended up settling for a field goal on that drive, and look, I don't hate the call. You know, like, they they lined up quick. They caught the defense in a pretty good position to run that play. And, yeah, you know, they just didn't get one of the blocks they needed. They, they, that could have been a really good play, and they, they just, you know, didn't quite uh, get what they needed out of it. And it wasn't a terrible play. You're still you're not really taking the ball out of Burrow's hands because he still have a chance on third down. What happened on third down, he got sacked. You know, that's why you don't come out and throw the ball three times down there necessarily, like – you you've still got to get the field goal uh you know you're trying to win the game get the touchdown right away obviously but when you've had problems protecting the quarterback you got to think about making sure you're keeping yourself in field goal range there as well um and to me we talk about being conservative to me kicking field goals is actually the opposite of being conservative in today's NFL and running the ball is the opposite of being conservative 'Cause that's that's the stuff you take heat for. You know, and Like, it, like you go for it on fourth down, like people are just on board with it right away, I feel like you you um you're throwing the ball, like people are on board with that stuff for the most part. Uh but you know, having the, the guts to do those things and, and to really like be looking for a big play out of the run game, I, I think there's some there's some guts behind that and, and I get where Taylor's call was and I'm I'm with it. Like, I, I was on board with that call. And, look, this week, I think he made the right call, too. Uh, they had a third and long, and they ran the ball to run 40 seconds at the clock and to, you know, get in a position where you're going to make Drew Luck drive the field. In both cases, you're really trusting your defense. Didn't work out for them in the overtime scenario, uh, but... Like, I'm on board with that. Like, now you're giving Drew Luck the ball with about a minute left and making him, making him drive the length of the field, you know, with the, with the defense that's been playing pretty well. <clears throat> I'm on board with that 100%. You know, over passing and getting, you know, getting, getting rushed and having a probably, you know, pretty low likelihood of, of converting that for the first down. I think that that's a gutsy play. Like, it's, again, you know, I don't think it's conservative to run the ball there and run the clock. I think it's gutsy to say, I'm going to take the ball out of my hands. I'm going to put the, you know, put this on my defense to go win the, the game. I think that's gutsy. I think that's good coaching. You know, another thing that I think they, they do that's gutsy, um, we talk about the Pro Bowl. And, you know, there's, there's some argument that can be made about Evan McPherson over Justin Tucker. Like, Tucker got it. I'm down with it. Uh, like I get it, you know what I mean. Like, and, and Tucker's has a higher percentage of, of made kicks this year, where McPherson has it is is with the the long ones, you know. And I was looking at those numbers today, just just you know thinking about that and comparing the two. Tucker six is six from fifty plus, McPherson is nine of ten, and that's just crazy to me. Like they let him kick ten. Fifty-plus yard field goals. They let him attempt that many field goals of that distance. Um, That is insane. Like, and again, like Zach Taylor, this dude has got a pair. I mean, (laughs) this guy has got some guts. Uh, And I I really think it shows. You know, and and some of these calls that they made. You know, we can second guess it. We can say it's a bad call. But he even said, like, he took the heat that was given for that second down run two weeks ago. He took it. He said. Yeah, I probably do it differently, like like in his post game. Um, and and he and he wore it, you know, which he had to do. Like when things don't work out, it's on you. Like you make the call, and it doesn't work out, it's on you. But he also kind of said, well, you know, we could have broke run, and then we wouldn't be having this conversation. And he's absolutely right. So I get it, and I think he's got the, the the guts to make those moves, even though they look like conservative moves. I think they're I think they're pretty gutsy moves. And Zach um, Taylor's a good coach. I'm sorry, Zach. <laughs> Zach a good football coach. I I get it. I get that we we don't love all the play calls, and I certainly don't love every single play call either. Um, there have been some things with the personnel that I don't entirely get. Uh, I'd love to see Jackson Carmen, you know, get more of a chance to, to work things out on the field. than then he's gotten get a little bit longer leash, for example. Uh, so you know, I might kissing his butt or saying he's perfect or anything like that but man i i i think he's a pretty good football coach and and i'm excited i think that they've got the right guy they've got a guy who who changed the culture who built the culture and he's the right guy for the job so excited for what we have in cincinnati right now excited to see them in these last three weeks of the regular season how they can finish it out how they can close it out it starts with this baltimore matchup. This is a huge game. Big opportunity here to put themselves in a great position in terms of the playoffs, uh, to potentially sweep the Ravens and the Steelers in the same year, which is crazy. And, uh, you know, hey, we mentioned McPherson versus uh, Tucker. You know, maybe, maybe McPherson can, uh, you know, put a little axe on that. You know, uh, give those Pro Bowl voters a little something to look at uh, going head-to-head with, uh, with Tucker. You know, obviously... We always talk about quarterbacks head to head. Why can't we talk about kickers head to head? That's no more ridiculous, right? So, uh, look, this is going to be a fun one. It's an exciting one, and, and it's a it's a huge game. Biggest game of this era. And I'm loving it. I'm looking forward to it. Here we are playing meaningful games in December. Merry flipping Christmas, baby. <laughs> I'm Matt Mick, Cincy Jungle. Thanks for listening. Who dat? Yeah, we coming for hours.